0: <laughs> very nice what's going very on Vince Russo? what really is know, going man. on dr dr give me the news man
1: man we got some things to talk about on this episode of riding with russo tonight let's start off with uh doing a preview for the last man standing match for the upcoming fast lane pay-per-view is going to be uh seth rollins versus shinsuke nakamura they have put Shinsuke Nakamura as a top heel on the Raw brand, and he's cutting Japanese promos, and they sang, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he's they're, they're doing some transcriptions with it, uh, and they're doing their best to make him the top heel, man. First of all, give us a, a general grade of how you feel uh, since Shinsuke Nakamura is as a top heel on Raw, and then let us know your thoughts on who's going to win the match at Fastlane.
0: Man, bro, it's tough to grade it because, you know, I'm just being honest, Chris, as a television viewer, I don't care about this match at all. So Mm. so I guess since I I don't care about it, they haven't made me care about it, I guess I would grade it an F. Mm. Here's the thing, bro. This whole storyline has been built on. About back. That's what this whole storyline <laughs> was about. Built
1: your back. Up?
0: Yeah. So, bro, here's the bottom line, and and Seth has you know acknowledged back issues. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is a last standing match. Mm-hmm. So, bro, again, if this were logical, and nothing the WWE does is logical, nothing. If this were logical, then Nakamura would go over. Mm. Because if you have a bad back and now you are in a last man standing match, what are the odds, bro, of the guy with the bad back left standing? Mm. That's that's what I'm talking about. And if they played it out that way and told that story, fine. I got no problem with it. Mm. But if Seth comes out on top, then you just completely wasted my time for how many weeks?
1: Is it safe to say that Seth is going to go over here? Yes. Hmm. So let's just throw a monkey wrench and say Nakamura goes over. All right. What would be next for Vince? What do you think is going to happen next if Nakamura goes over at the at the pay per view? The
0: only thing that could happen next is two things, and and bro, listen maybe Seth wants time off and we don't know about that that's that, 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 that yeah. that's quite a possibility bro if the the dudes it is a workhorse uh maybe him and his wife want a little time off to be with their daughter and I'm I'm all for that yeah so if 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 that's a fact and that's why they put nakamura over they've already set up the first opponent is ricochet
1: we talked about that before. I know, but I, they've uh, set it up, Chris. They've already uh, set it up that way. I'm with you. I'm yikes, with you, bro. I'm yikes. not for it, but that's I'm with you. Yeah, I said that on our on our our Legend of Raw show, man. It seems like that they're setting up. If Nakamura were to win, the next feud would be Ricochet. Yeah, and the next few, the next uh, show after uh, Fast, I believe, is Saudi. So they're gonna have that match at Saudi, and then after Saudi's Survivor Series, that's a big four pay per view. So, ugh, I just I, I don't see it, man. I I said if, if Nakamura goes over, there probably do Ricochet, which I don't think that's gonna happen. And so the next thing would be if Seth Rollins goes over, which he probably will. Then what what does that leave Seth Rollins? What's next? What's next for Seth Rollins for Saudi? Where, where do you go from there? Do
0: you go to McIntyre?
1: They haven't really done much with McIntyre and Seth uh, yet at all. McIntyre has been mostly with the New Day at this point. Yeah, I bro. told you, man. I think they're going to do Bronson and Reed, man. I, I think that's where. I think he's just going. They're going to throw another big heel in his way. God, bro. We, I, I,
0: bro. Listen. Give me Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Old Roddy with Russo, Joey. Time out, time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. This this is the problem
0: with wrestling today. So, bro, on social media, Brian Alvarez put over the Otis Bronson uh, match. Hmm. He put it over. Hmm. And then Bronson Reed acknowledged. Brian Alvarez's tweet. Really? Like, like bro, what 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 are we doing oh, wow. here? Chris Chris if I tweet out right now, Bryce Harper had a hell of a game tonight. Is Bryce Harper really going <laughs> to write me back, bro? Like really? Bro, oh, this man. is this is what I'm talking about. This guy's looking for the acknowledgement of Brian freaking Alvarez, bro. Mm. And and I'm going to tell you this, hear me out somebody in WWE will see that bro mm-hmm. and He's
1: that
0: he that could totally derail anything they have they, they want to do with Bronson mm-hmm. Reed especially bro that that was Pritchard's job mm-hmm. Pritchett's job was to find stuff like that and that Vince would never see because mm-hmm. Vince ain't on social media and everything mm-hmm. his job would be to find stuff like that and run to Vince.
1: Now, as a baby face, I'm not too, like, if a baby face did that, I wouldn't be too, I wouldn't be really critical at all. But my thing is, he's a heel, man. He's a monster heel. Like, that would be like uh, Andre the Giant, you know, uh, uh, acknowledging someone and saying, Andre, that's Andre. I've been wanting to see you for a long time in the crowd. He's not going to be like, oh, nice. He's not going to go and clap their hands. He's going to look. Adam and keep walking down the aisle because he's a heel. That's what he's going to do. He's as a matter of fact, if he's you know, any good heel what will we'll make that person hate him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, just, I, I can't I, hate I this. I, yeah.
0: I, I don't know what uh, we're doing anymore, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like Maybe.
1: I said, man, long, of the, long gone are the days of uh, Hogan and Andre when it mattered as far as just being a character, man. Yeah. Now everybody wants to everybody wants people to acknowledge them. And it's yeah. just, you know, I was looking at uh, uh, AEW. We, we recently did an AEW show together. And I was like, you know, man, a lot of people in professional wrestling and I'm thinking, you know, I think things from a psychologist's lens. And I'm like a lot of these wrestling personalities are like legitimately going through an identity crisis. Like they're, they like they want the validation because they are like people who are insecure, people who struggle with insecurity. They long for validation and affirmation. Those, those are two of the biggest things that they long for to it, to it. Like it's a drug to them. And I, I, I look at these things from a psychological lens and I'm like the, the heels who wants the cheers, who wants to put themselves over. I'm like, man, these people are really going through some like issues, you know, I like identity issues, man, because why would you want, to retweet as a heel you this is your job you this you you you're at work your job is to make people hate you why would you want to retweet a tweet of people of someone liking you that it doesn't t- make
0: sense I'll, I'll tell you why mm-hmm. because your own company is making you feel insecure mm,
1: that bro you are yeah. you are go
0: you are going to work for a company that is telling you yeah We're not making any more stars. They're telling you that bro. before you accept the job. Again, sports. Let's go to Ohio State. They they recruit a kid and they literally tell the kid, you are going to be nothing but the third string quarterback. Yeah. Okay. That's what they're telling you in the door. You are not going to be a mega over star. Yeah. So what does that mean, bro? That has to mean they are going to keep you down. Mm-hmm. And the more they keep you down, bro, the more insecure you're getting. So now when Brian Alvarez puts yeah. you over, yeah. oh, my God, we got to acknowledge that because somebody put me over.
1: Yeah, because at this point, your confidence is nearly virtually yes. deflated, almost completely deflated. And you're looking even more for validation and affirmation because I would venture to say that that the majority of pro wrestlers, even even from decades ago, they're and a lot of people said this in interviews. They're able to step out of reality. They're, they're they're able to step out of their persona. They're they're able to step out of their current situations and that be a whole different person in the ring. That's the reason why you listen, you look at these documentaries, which, you know, I'm, I'm about an hour or so in the Kurt Angle one hour and 15 in the Kurt Angle one phenomenal documentary, just an incredible documentary. And just a lot of these people who just had we see the dark side episodes and things like that. As far as the people's real lives are just in shambles, man. And yep. so they find the ring as a drug as a form of escape it's called escapism it's the same thing as someone who is going through a lot of situations personally down in a bottle of alcohol it's, it's the same it's escapism uh, that's what happens a lot in the pro wrestling world because they go through a lot physically you know personally in their, in their personal lives and they want to step out and just have that kind of addiction in the ring of getting that affirmation and we see that and it, it it does make someone more and i don't know bronson reed's story you know i hope uh, you know he he looks like a stand up guy i know that he recently got married and so you know that's that's kudos for him but it really is it does really uh step call someone to step outside of their life their real life and go real life uh life and go into this world of i'm a superhero and the more they get those adulations, the more it causes them, to, them people to want to stay in that character and stay in that gimmick. We see that with Flair all the time. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yep. Flair doesn't even know who Richard Flair is. No. You know what I mean? No. So yeah, it's, 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 it's it's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. Yeah. From, from a therapist, psychotherapist, and a psychologist standpoint, it does. It, 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 it I look at these documentaries. I look at these personas. And I do get saddened a lot, honestly. You know, yeah, I, mean? I do too. Yeah, I I, yeah. I really do too, bro. Yeah, I really yeah. do too. Yeah, it, it is. It is sad. It is very sad. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, on on the opposite end, man, some uh, someone who's uh, uh, just a, a, a stud athlete, uh, she's getting an opportunity to um, uh, become a star in the WWE. An opportunity to become a star in WWE. Jay Cargill is a. Uh, uh, Signed. WWE made the announcement of her coming to the company, uh, kind of laying out the red carpet. They were uh taking pictures of her in the uh performance center and doing interviews already from the bat and things like that. So uh, so Vince before I before I put my thoughts on it, just surface level thoughts on Jay Cargill joining the wwe family at this point
0: jade cargill the first time i saw her when they did the gimmick with Shaq, uh she looked like a star Mm -hmm. no doubt about it she looked like a star then you do your research on jade cargill and you find out not only this is this girl a uh blue chip athlete but she also has a master's in child psychology so that tells me Mm -hmm. she's as intelligent as she is a physical specimen. Yeah. So she's married to Brandon Phillips, bro, who used to play for the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. Um. This, this, um, this, this woman has star written all over. Mm-hmm. She's gonna become just another name on the roster. Bianca Belair had star written all over. Yep. Rhea Ripley had star. I I, I, I can go down the list forever, bro. We can go down the list for the next hour. She's going to become another name on the roster because here's the problem, bro. They got to do something different with her. Yeah. And, and I think there are a couple of really good hooks with, with Jade cargo that they isn't even in the, in their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. First of all, bro, if it's me, I'm doing one of two things to make her stand out. I am, I am, I am using that masters in psychology. Mm and I am really going to let her master being smarter than everybody else and getting in everybody's head and using that psychology against them. Mm -hmm. I'm really going to master that art. Okay, that's number one. Mm -hmm. And I'm even giving them an option. Bro, she You know, whether it's Pierce, I just wish it was somebody else in that role. Like she really starts buttering up to management, uh, you know, whether Trips makes cameos or whatever the case may be. And I would love, bro, to find out she was sent over from the other, just say the other company to get all the intel. Uh. On people's contracts and when are they getting paid and when are their contracts. I it's very much Kevin Nash and Scott Hall NWO. Mm. It's very much that way. Man, bro, if I if I were writing that story, what I just laid out to you would play out over a year mm. where and then we drop the bomb and find out that she's been given the company she came from. All the intel on every talent, on every time. <laughs> the, 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 but you know that's not going to happen. Here's what we're going to get at the end of the day, bro. We are going to get two unbelievable athletes. One was track and field. The other was basketball. Yeah. They're both black they both look tremendous, and they're going to have a big WrestleMania match. That's what we're going to get, bro. You know that's what we're going to get. And like I said, all you got to do is read this woman's Wikipedia to see she is kind of brilliant. She mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. is very,
1: very smart. Yeah. Let's use that, bro. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I You know, it's interesting. And I appreciate that too. That's that's really interesting. Digging and seeing the background, seeing those things, uh, and how that can use be utilized to her advantage. Because when you do things like that, Vince, it causes someone to really be in their lane, and it causes them again. Again, it goes back to psychology in, in my mind. It causes someone to be more confident in their craft. Because if you're like, hey, she, she's a she's a basketball player. That's that's her jam. Is is a basketball player. If they're like, okay, and she has a, a child psychology, you know, uh, academic, you know, uh, resume, masters, uh, no masters, less. and so and so. Here's the thing: if 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 someone's like, hey, I want you to be some type of uh, 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 nurse, you know what I mean? You're like, eh, I mean, that's that's not my jam. That's that's not my lane, right? But if someone's like, "Yeah, I want you to do something like very psychological. I want you to, you know, understand the the, the child psychology," she'll be like, "Oh, okay, that, that's my lane. That's she'll my lane. We, 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 we can do that exactly." Over. Yeah. And bro, here's
0: another layer to that story. Bro, listen, I don't, I don't. Many people won't know this, but I knew Brandon Phillips as a baseball player. Yeah, he he. I, I could tell you, bro. He came up through the system with the Cleveland Indians. The Cleveland Indians traded him to the Cincinnati Reds. Bro, this was a very flamboyant baseball player. This was a very colorful baseball. Bro, make the husband, Brandon Phillips, who's been on TV for decades, make him her agent. Mm. Let her husband be her. Give her something, please, that's different other than... This is an unbelievable specimen because bro, Rhea Ripley's an unbelievable yes. specimen. Yes. Uh, Bianca yes. Belair. So what? Yeah. This is our third unbelievable specimen now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's going to make her different. And that's where, I, that's where I'm at, man. I, I, I've had conversations, man, with the, uh, you know, Bill after good friend, Bill after uh wonderful bill after, uh, you know, there's been, there's been like kind of uh, booking thoughts that's been thrown out there and i you know me and bill get we get along tremendously that's my guy man but it's just like you know and no fault to him because you know that's his opinion i'm fine with that uh but it's like i I see things that's very similar to that when it comes to the overall thought of jade cargill coming in like i'm on facebook a lot And I see things like, I see like uh, graphics and thumbnails of possible opponents for Jade Cargill. I'm like, stop, like, stop. I don't care about this because what happens if you're saying, oh, possible opponent, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, like, okay, on paper, sure. WrestleMania caliber matches. But if there's no story, and by the time we get the payoff, we've already seen about 18 matches between the two, why should I care about how they're going to develop this? If historically, over over for a number of years now, they have not done a good job. Okay, people can throw out the blood, throw in the bloodline. People have their thoughts. I actually like the bloodline, but I think that that was mostly an outlier to what we usually see. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so historically over the past five seven years or so it's usually there's a two three month storyline four month storyline sometimes more in that time period you've already seen at least a half dozen matches between the two so how is this putting people over if and, and and those half dozen matches it's oftentimes 50 50. So it's like, who's getting over at the end of this one? And two, why are we going to bring Jay Cargo in having her have a bunch of matches for a payoff as if that's going to help elevate her status? I just I don't care about these flyers with mega matches. I, I, I don't care about that, man. I just I just don't. I want stories. I want character building. I want character development jade cargill's got a long ways to go she's she's a freak of an athlete but as far as wrestling is concerned as character uh development is concerned she's green as grass man yep and she needs more work and i think having a non-wrestling role for her for at least about six months would be very advantageous while she continues yeah I, I, i
0: don't have an issue with that at all bro yeah
1: we got Matt Riddle is gone from the WWE. We talked about Riddle before as far as just uh, uh, it's interesting because I think the same day uh, Sports Kid had released the uh, conversation we had about Riddle um, uh, potentially not being in good graces with WWE because of the airport incident and how that's a bad look with the TKO you know, uh, initiative. That same day, right before I think he got let go. And it's 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 crazy because both of us were having a conversation about this isn't a good look for one, two, it's not a good old boy's company anymore. So, like I said before, it's not a matter of just I'm gonna do something, Vince is gonna slap me on the wrist, uh on on the wrists, and we'll we'll figure it out later. No, no, it doesn't have that type of uh, um, less impact anymore your jobs on the line just like another corporate just like any corporation so yeah. your thoughts on riddle getting let go from the wwe you know bro i mean he has I'm, heat, and he had heat uh, t- uh um he had heat with dana right there were talks about that too as far as his ufc thing so that that didn't help either yeah. so. well bro there, there there are some uh there are
0: some uh rumors that some ufc type companies have reached out to him i'm hoping yeah. bro like listen man riddle's got a checkered past yeah i mean he really does bro it yeah. goes back and i yeah i don't even want to get into it i will say this my, bro very talented dude Mm-hmm. of personality out the yin yang athletic like mm-hmm. forget about it so bro i am really 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 going to hope hopefully chris this was a wake-up call today. sure i hope so hope, hopefully he realizes like you know what man i am a professional now mm-hmm. and there is a certain way i'm going to have to conduct my business you know out out outside of work yeah and uh, and and i really really hope that's the case because bro like you, you you get again bro when i say you know like you know i'll watch roman reigns and i'll watch bray wyatt riddle was on the fringe for me because he he was really special bro they they did not know how to book him they did a terrible job but he had personality he he was a great athlete and he had the it factor but again, I, he he was just a little bit immature for his own good. So I just hope he learned from that, bro.
1: You know, uh, as far as uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tracing back on on Riddle's time in WB. As far as my reaction toward him uh, as an observer, um, they diluted him tremendously on the main roster. I liked Riddle a lot when he was in NXT. When he was, he's he's notorious. The more I think about it, the more I thought about it. Just kind of doing an overview of riddle's career he had a knack for um having strange bedfellow tag team partners that that became like a thing for him because he did that in XT. he was i think it was timothy thatcher that he uh he was he was partners with a with a couple of people one of them that was really big was pete dunn and it was really it was really cool that they were that they were a tag team because i mean they're completely uh, polar opposites pete P- dun was really just a straight-laced bruiser weight type of thing matt riddle's this free-spirited you know i mean party guy and it worked for them a lot and i think for th- for that it was cool and he was able to really uh, express himself more. He had a different theme music. He's got some generic theme music now. The theme music was different, and I liked him in NXT. But man, his time in uh, in, in the main roster, man, even from the beginning, it was just diluted. And I think they were trying to they were expecting his NXT uh, stock to translate over to the main roster. But if you're not really booking him properly and making him feel like his top star it's not going to translate
0: bro what riddle reminded one guy i don't know if it pritchard hayes Heyman, pick your poison he he reminded one guy of spicoli from fast times of ridgemont high one guy and one person said that's that's what we're going with Uh and that's that's what you got Interesting, interesting.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. um Do you think that? Uh, do you do you think that Bruce pritchard or any of those top execs how often do you th- how often do they pay attention to NXT? In your opinion,
0: oh, I'm 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 sure Bruce paid a lot of attention to, bro. Okay. Bruce just Bruce loves wrestling. Like he okay. he like he yeah, bro. I'm I'm sure I'm sure NXT was just as important to him as WWE
1: why don't you think a lot of those uh, characters translate to the, to the big screen? Yeah.
0: Well, first first of all, bro, what, what, what do you and I always talk about? There's no formal introduction. Yeah, yeah. There's no vignettes. There's vignettes. no telling yeah. us all about this person before we see, bro. That's a six to six to eight week process.
1: Yeah, I agree. When
0: you literally cut that out and you're throwing somebody on TV that we don't have a clue who this yeah. is, and they're they're
1: just in wrestling matches. Yeah, yeah. bro, they're fighting yeah. an uphill battle. That's true. I, I was thinking of all the vignettes that they would do before, uh, like the. When Razor Ramon debuted, oh, yeah, man, man. we did the Scarface-style promo. I, 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 I did
0: those with him when we sat in that huge freaking Cadillac yeah. in Miami. We yeah. were in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I,
1: I, I, did, I did those with him, bro. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, uh, Kurt Hennig with the, uh, with the promo and basketball, yeah, basketball, and every, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. he's like, ah, perfect. You know what I mean? Yep. Like all those vignettes, you need more of that, man. Yep. And, you know, that worked with Alberto Dorio because they, that was about a little over 10 years ago when I noticed they stopped doing that as much, but I remember Alberto Dorio, he would have uh vignettes. Of him just kind of being this Mexican aristocrat better than you type of yeah. deal. And he would come out, you know, when he made his debut, he looked big. He would he would come out every single week driving a car to the ring and just doing the whole deal. And it caused him to have a really sizable push very early. And you want to know, Chris, I I'm I'm
0: telling you right now, every single one of them has that story. There, there is a story there, bro, for for Zoe yeah. Starks. I agree. What's the name? Uh Tegan the last, Nox. T- Tegan There Nox, yeah. is a story there yeah. for every I agree. one of them. Yeah. I promise you, bro.
1: Why do you think that they don't spend enough? Like they have three hours, but they're spending. The, the, but they're just kind of thrusting matches within those three hours instead of just really character develop. Coast, Why do you think that they've coast, got coast, all of that?
0: Coast, coast, What was the fourth quarter report this this month? They're coasting. <laughs> yeah. They're coasting, bro. Coast, yeah. They're coasting. Yeah. That as, When they get those fourth quarter results, bro, and we yeah. make $7 billion this month, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, just, just put a show on TV, yeah, guys. Let's
1: just, throw, let's just throw some matches together, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here, Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is Writing with Russo. Have a good night, everybody. Solo.